Go on, Mike. Go for it. Welcome to EP014 of Playlist Yeah, a podcast about a playlist. Uh, I'm Mike Lash, former actor, former comedian, and this is my compadre. Kerry Mitchell, current podcaster, current podcast guest also. Oh, he's going present day. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at you. Growing up, I'm not not just a former creative, I'm a current creative. Indeed. Uh, Although I've been doing comedy again soon. (laughs) I've been uh, been doing comedy again soon. uh, Right, Kerry, business. Yeah. On this day, the 19th of March, 2008, Kerry Mitchell says, Hey, Mike, I need a poo. Um, do, you... do you still need a poo, Kerry? No, I'm good. I'm good. Did, uh, did, 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 you, did you reply? Uh, it was in 2008. I think it was before you could read replies All right, on, so uh, was... on your memories. <laughs> so was... Good to know. See you later. <laughs> um, 14th of May, 2010. Kerry Mitchell to Mike Lash. Man, I love you, Mike. This is the greatest guy in the world. Did I really say that? Yeah. I must have been drunk. It might have been. When was uh, that? No, 14th of July. That was. 14th of May. Was that Man Day? That's Man Day. That was Herentag in Germany. Yeah. When you came across. Oh, yeah, it is. Wow. Look at that. What pointless information I can retain. Yeah, you came across <laughs> and just got access to my Facebook account. Or maybe you just were really appreciative of me visiting and you just <laughs> wanted to <laughs> express that. Well, I was. Do I have anything else for you? If you don't, then I've got pointless fact for Mike. Oh. You ready? Yes. Did you know dad was falsely accused of 48 years after the alleged incident and he was fully cleared? I didn't know that. There you are. Thanks for that. All right. Anyway, Mike, do you want to uh, give a little bit of background to this week's guest? This episode's guest was Emily McQuaid, who is a brilliant comedian and taxidermist. Is she a taxidermist? I don't think so. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's a great episode you're about to watch. Watch. Uh, watch. About- oh, my God. And that's what leading into what I'm about to say as well. I, I don't think I know what the format of this podcast or this media is because in the podcast i refer to an episode as an album <laughs> okay but it's a long one this time it's longest one so far so let's get into it with emily mcquade and ep014 Right, should do some podcasty stuff. Do you have like the, the things that we normally do at the beginning? Because I always forget to write them out and then I forget them and then we just muddle through them. Yes, I do. Good. Emily, first of all, have you uh, have you listened to any of the podcasts? Yes, I've listened to a couple of episodes. Do you know from those <laughs> what the beginning questions might be, which we're going to ask you? And uh, if you do, can you answer them? You don't even need to say the questions, just give us the answers. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, if you need any help, Mike Nash will jump in and help you. My favourite record when I was four was Baby Give No, Me too late, too late. No, there's there's earlier there's earlier questions. You've, you've skipped about eight questions. Oh, I don't know. Just that's the one that sticks in my head because immediately your brain goes, what what records was I listening to as a You're small child? Probably best to just say yes and no about four times and then we can get on with it. All right. On. Yes, 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 no. Right. Oh. You know what the first question is. Yes, you're nervous. <laughs> what don't you want to hear? Yes. Do you know the rules? Yes. Wow, apparently not. But you did 
touch on one of the big questions. It wasn't what you tell you listen to as a four-year-old, but it was what you listen to as a five-year-old. But I will take a four-year-old. <laughs> You'd take a four-year-old. Okay. Well, I mean that the answers. <laughs> Aren't you pretty much dealing with a four-year-old these days? It's true, you? actually. I'm dealing with a four-year-old anyway. So what you mean, Mike? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry, four-year-old. What are you doing? Um, I have an abiding memory of one particular record that I loved when I was a very small child, and that was Baby Give It Up by Casey and the Sunshine Band, which now I look at the lyrics to that is completely inappropriate. <laughs> Because it's it's about shagging, isn't it? And when well, I was a kid, I don't know what I thought it was about, but it's catchy. I mean, I like K7, Come Baby Come, when I was nine, just yeah. to go around <laughs> singing that to my... Um, when you got to give me love and you got to give me some. And uh, I'm not sure what my parents saw of it when uh, when I was singing that, <laughs> followed by Shaggy Boombastic. <laughs> and did that sexual vibe you started as a four-year-old continue through <laughs> your musical development going 10 years into the future, like at 14, 15? Um, I was kind of big into the sort of indie stuff when I was 14 or 15, but I did always like a bit of the old disco. So, yeah, I, I, I went through the sort of miserable indie kid phase and um, still in it. <laughs> by, by indie, do you mean sort of Smith's indie or are we like Brit poppy, suede kind of era? Where, where uh, we? Well, suede were like one of my bands that I absolutely loved. But the, the first band that I really, really loved when I was about 13 was The Wonder Stuff. Oh, yeah. I only knew them at the time through the Vic Reeves song. Oh yeah, that was great. I don't know if I, I don't. I'm. That's really bad. I don't know if I know them. Are they niche? They were like they were very much a t-shirt band. I remember at school, like the older kids in sixth form, as soon as they were allowed to wear their own clothes, half of them were wearing Wonder Stuff t-shirts. So they released a song with Vic Rees, the cover of Dizzy, a rock and roll song. And I remember that on Top of the Pops because that was that I only watched it for a year or so. Top of the Pops, and that was when du- Bart Simpson was doing the Bart Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Adams. So this would be 1991. Yeah, yeah. Why did you only watch it for a year? Yeah, that's. I don't know. I can't remember. I it was. I think it's because the Simpsons were on it, and that drew me in. And I was like waiting for them to get back to number one, as if that was likely to happen. Hmm. And they sort of dropped to three, and then up to two after Take That or someone dropped uh, knocked them off the top. Wasn't Take That? It was Chesney Hawks, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a great segue because I got a question which is related to Chesney Hawks. Oh, the question is to you, Emily. Without choosing the one and only, is there another Chesney Hawks song you would like Mike Lash to sing? There's only one other Chesney Hawks song that I know, and it's called "I'm a Man and Not a Boy." That's not Chesney Hawks. They're not. Not I'm a man, not a boy. Man, no. that's not. Is, that was North and South. That was there North and South. There it's is a, a, there is a Chesney Hawks one where he sings every single day. You treat me like a kid, but I'm not a little boy. I'm not your little toy. Why this is in my head, I've no idea. I was not a Chesney Hawks fan. Because I did actually tweet him as well. And I asked him if he had a song he would like Mike Lash to sing, what it would be. Uh, And he said, another fine mess. And Mike, you wrote back to him and you said, you quite like that song. So It wasn't a bad song, but if I was meant to prepare (laughs) prepare anything for this episode, I have failed. Uh, But I could just make up the lyrics and sing it. He's going to be so disappointed. We can move on. Emily, can you see my background? I can see your background, yes. It gives away a little bit of the mystique to my next question. But so if you were to imagine a magical place called Leisure World, what would it look like? An elephant? No, it doesn't look like an elephant. Um, Do you want to go there? Maybe, but I'm I'm old and I'm very sensitive to noise. So I'd have to go on a day when they kind of turned everything down and mm. you know, everybody was screaming. But jumping bowling's fun. Don't mind that. Emily, have you ever been to Hemel Hempstead? I have been to Hemel Hempstead. Oh. Uh, full disclosure, I, my hometown is Hatfield. Oh. I have never been to Leisure World in Hemel Hempstead because we used to go to the Galleria instead. 
course. Of course, you had the Galleria. I was there, got arrested, uh, falsely arrested. We discussed this on a previous episode. Oh, uh, is that the one about the, the guys in the car that looked like people that had been in wrongans? And that was it. That was the uh, cinema in Hatfield. Was it Hatfield or Luton where I, I took Kerry and another mate on a date with me? Oh, yeah. That was in, uh, <laughs> that was in Luton. <laughs> was it Luton? Why was yeah. it? Why why did you go on a date to Luton? I think she lived there. I met oh, her okay. on a night out, and and for some reason demanded that. God, I met you. I thought I was like seventeen year old idiot, but I must have been nineteen, twenty, which is a lot worse. And and demanded that we we meet with friends, and I don't know why. I just guess I was scared of dating, and uh, it was very awkward. That was weird because we went to the cinema. Everyone sat in this tiny cinema in different corners of it, just waiting for you to kind of get off with this girl. You <laughs> didn't in the film. You went to a bar, really shitty bar. I mean, it's Luton. Yeah, it's a really it's, shitty yeah. bar. Yeah. Then you were like, oh, I got off of there. We can go now? And I was like, right. <laughs> oh, my God. And wow. In my mind, I was like, oh, I was, I was 17, but that was 90. I met Karen, I was 19, which is... And you made me go to Luton. I'm, I'm sorry. Emily, if I was to say what I'm about to say to you, does it mean anything? It wasn't supposed to be like this. Another dose of unhappiness. Uh, it sounds familiar, but no. Okay, we'll move on. What are you going to say, Kerry? Um, I got another. I got another question. I guess Emily, you're aware that Mike's comedy career kind of flatlined, <laughs> meaning I stopped doing it. Yeah, yeah, I get that. As a muck yourself, do you reckon Mike might have done better if you'd have got a stage name which was Mike McClash? Um. That sounds like a character act. But do you think the character act might have done better than just Mike just being himself? I don't know, because my abiding memory of Mike's stand-up was just that bit where you used to come out and shout your own name repeatedly, and that yeah. was really, really funny. That was kind of charactery. I mean, that I guess it is, because I don't <laughs> normally just say that. No, I've, I've spoken to you since, and you, you tend to say other words that not that just Mike Lash, Mike Lash, Mike Lash. Shall we, we get into the first song? Yeah, sure. No, No, we need to ask Emily... What she wants to hear, because oh shit! Thank you very much. We started on the journey. We got to teen- oh, yeah. the teenage years, and you're you're an indie chick. Where where did you go from there? Um, I went to I went to uni and listened to more of the indie and more kind of other stuff as well. Sort of mid nineties, so there's a bit of kind of drum and bass and trip hop, etc. And then um, I just I know it sounds like a massive cliche, but I do listen to pretty much a bit of everything, like all of the genres. But my my sort of favourite thing are would be sort of pop music that's a little bit kind of weird or just very kind of I like clever lyrics and I like but I also like kind of weird squonky techno noise. So be describing Eurovision there. Uh, I love Eurovision, yeah. but I couldn't see it because I was gigging. Mike always hates it because our playlist is ever growing, and when it comes around to Eurovision time, then normally the influence starts coming on. And uh, bear in mind, Eurovision was two days ago. Mike probably should get a bit prepped for what's coming in the next few days. Oh, mate, is that why you haven't put any songs on recently? Because you're you're just <laughs> building up your repertoire of terrible Europop. No, but um, okay. So you're pretty open to a lot of things, mm-hmm. but. Is there anything which we could play today which would be a real shit show for you? Um, well, it, the worst thing I would say with any kind of music would be if it's bland and boring. So anything by Oasis post um, What's the Story, Morning Glory, anything by Limp Biscuit, and also all those horrible... Oh, that's aggressive... a Mike and Kerry band. You have just slandered one of... But like, I, I'm an Oasis boy, I was, but Limp Biscuit are one of the bands that bonded us as 
teenage friends. teenagers yeah but sorry we cut you off though so oasis limp biscuit and then what were you going to say anything that's kind of like a slowed down breathy cover version of a classic song that ends up on a john lewis advert <laughs> okay if I can let, those. let me just have a look at the what we've got lined up for you today that's like the last four john lewis christmases in a row <laughs> let's see then uh emily we gave you one song to listen to and bear in mind you just uh, said how much you don't like the biscuit there was a band who i think is better than a biscuit but still were put together in that new metal genre deftones uh which we gave you to listen to before the beginning of this episode how did you find it and what would you follow up with well as a you're gonna hate me further i hate i absolutely hate new metal i just think it's like let's take all the cool stuff to do with metal and just make it as bland as possible everything sounds like a pepsi max advert with swearing in it just no just fuck off and get in the bin however i do quite like deftones or what little i've heard of them so i quite like this track i thought it was thought it was good it was um sort of thing i would imagine hearing at a festival with quite a lot of jumping around i'm not um not a fan of mosh pits, but what's going to follow it though? So I, Kerry chose that song. I've chosen a song. Have I? Have I stuck on that new metally kind of route? Have I taken something in the name, the title? Have I? Have I just listened to one guitar sound and replicated it into another song? Not that I can create music. Where have I gone? <laughs> You've written your own song. Plot twist. Um... Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine? Eight songs of my class original songs. <laughs> Recording on... romantic golden greats. <laughs> oh, yeah. Please do that. And then every every so often just shout your own name repeatedly. So people are like, Oh, I remember that guy when he used to do that stand up. And then it's just and then we can something. get then we can get someone to do like a breathy cover it for John Lewis at Christmas. <laughs> my glash. <laughs> my glash. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Actually. That would actually, yeah. Um so you're asking what you would follow it with or what I would follow it with. Uh, what I so well. What would you? Let's go we go both. We go both. Um, I would follow it with something that's because it's it's was the whole uh, back to school mini maggot. I would follow it up with either something that had a school theme, so maybe schools out by Alice Cooper, or um, depending on how drunk the people listening to it would be, I'd put on that's what I go to school for by Busted because you oh. know. Well, I haven't gone down that route, Emily. You've not gone down that route because I tell no. you what I would go with, and it's go. because there is a. I'm not musical, but there is a sound in that song that reminds me of "Where's Your Head At" by Basement Jacks. Ah, that would have been a good idea. So hmm. I think that you could put that on straight after, or somebody that has more musical talent than me could do some kind of mashup. I would go mm. to that night more so than, than if they played Busted. <laughs> I can't tell you why I chose this next song. Is it because it's like over two years ago and you can't remember? It was, yeah. We chose So the songs on this episode uh, were added to the playlist on the 10th of, oh yeah, two years ago, 10th of April, 2020. Wow. So Kerry, do you want to give her two seconds, see if she knows it? All right. Emily, are you ready? Whoa, okay. whoa, whoa. The questions, Kerry. What questions? The whole point of the of the podcast. Oh, the yeah. Rules. Man, Emily, we haven't done this in like two months. Can you tell? <laughs> Seamless. Go on, Mike, you can do it. Quick, though. Nice and fast. Nice and fast. Emily, you have to choose one song from the playlist today, from the eight songs today, that defines you 
as a human person. Once you have moved to the next track, you cannot choose the previous track. So once you're on track two, you can only choose tracks two, three, four, five, six, seven, or eight. You can't choose track one. That's rule one. Rule two is you have to choose one track using the same format. You can't use choose a track that we've already listened to. For me, Mike Lash, to sing at you in any stylings of your choice. Okay. And also Mike's mum will tell you what she thinks of every song. Mm-hmm. Pat Lash. Yeah. So you can work out if you want to be friends with her. If you do, you're based in North London. She's based, you know, north of London. Could probably arrange a meet together, all of us together in a pub, Pat Lash there, listen to our playlist. Sounds great. So you want two seconds? Yeah, go on. You excited, Emily? Yeah. On a scale of one to ten? Um, let's say seven. Wow. So you're going to peak in three songs time at ten and then it's just going to be the worst four songs of your life? Will it, <laughs> will it, will it drop down to three after two seconds? Let's have yeah. a look. And whatever. Okay, that's two seconds. <laughs> oh, God. No, I don't know what that is. Okay, can we give her six more seconds? Oh, it's Eminem, isn't it? It is Eminem. And do you know the name of the song? Is it one of his, it's one of his angrier ones as opposed to one of his comedy ones, but yes. I yes. can't think of what it's called offhand. It is The Way I Am from the yeah. album The Marshall Mallow LP. Mm-hmm. Big Eminem fan? Um, I know a bit of Eminem stuff. I, I kind of got a little bit bored of the whole, yeah, we get it. You want to kill your ex and your mum and you... But um, yeah, he's he's um, a talented wordsmith, I believe, for all of his kind of silly cartoon posturing. He's he's one of the one of the good lads. I quite like his silly cartoon posturing when he does that, maybe more than when he does a serious things you know that's... some of the time so do i though i can't if i had if it was a whole album that was just the silly stuff i mean i really like um without me just because yeah. the video is so silly and i remember yeah. i have fond memories of watching that around a friend's house we may have been smoking something naughty but every time that video was on which was a lot because we had like mtv2 on in the background the stupid dance he does at the end of that while he's in the car with dr dre and dr dre just looks at the camera like oh look at this twat that just gets funnier and funnier the more you see it yeah that's really fun because i remember that actually is right then the, like my school time and it was always on and I actually watched that video back recently and I also thought it's really good that also a bit just in the car because he's just like dry humping nothing in front of yes. Dr Dre and they're just like yeah I quite I really quite like that yeah but um, I have to say Mike from this album it's not one of my favorites I thought it's one of the best from the album I think you thought wrong yeah I really like it and not maybe not at the time but I, I like going back I think I prefer this kind of track to the comedy track at the time, I was like, I love comedy music. This is a brilliant. Emily, if, imagine if Mike was your son. Okay. And imagine he played this song to you. Uh-huh. What do you think you're thinking of that? Don't mind that. Why is he talking all over it? Well, let's just check in with the original Pat Nash and see what she thinks. Phony American accent is American. Phony American accent if you're American. <laughs> well, I was not expecting that. <laughs> do you remember, Kerry, when your, your mum... For like Christmas on your when you were 19, 20, bought you an M&M calendar. Did she? No. Yeah, you were like, what? <laughs> she bought you an M&M calendar. Like, you're like, what? I remember when I worked in a sports shop in St Albans, some woman came in and she was like, you guys look pretty cool. And we're like, yeah, well, you are pretty cool. <laughs> we work in a sports shop in St Albans. Obviously. She's like, you guys look pretty cool. I'm thinking about buying a hockey stick. Is this going anywhere? It's the hockey mask. Is that, is that where it's going? No, it's not. No, she got out an Eminem CD and said, do you think this is appropriate for a 13-year-old? I thought they were good because Eminem used to wear the hockey mask on stage in a sort of Friday the 13th homage. I thought she was going to buy that as well. She'd have sold her that. 
<laughs> I got excellent with that M&M CD, this, this hockey mask. You guys get to feel cool and you've made a sale, job done. Do you know he actually loves hockey just in general? So maybe you want to take a hockey stick and a ball with you uh, as you go. And then go to Boots and buy some hair bleach because he's going to bleach his hair at some point if he's that into Eminem. Yeah. I'm just thinking of um, around the time that Eminem was like really, really massive. So like kind of second album time, I was over in Ireland visiting family and two of my cousins, both boys, quite a bit younger than me. <laughs> uh, they both bleached their hair, but they only had enough bleach for one of them. The other uh-huh. one just kind of bleached the top. So he looked like he was a monk. <laughs> <laughs> OK, let's go back to the questions. Mike, do you want to fire them off? Emily McQuaid does The Way I Am by Eminem define you as a person? It does not, but it is good. doesn't define you as a person. You're not the way you are. Oh, no, that's going to get philosophical. Oh, exactly right. what Eminem would have wanted, of course. Well, you're more of a smarties girl. Uh, yeah, because Eminem's are just shit smarties, aren't they? Controversial. It's controversial. I don't mind the non-fake smarty Eminems. I just don't like ordinary M&Ms they're just bad smarties I agree with you there uh, but you're not the way you are interesting to know that would you like to Mike though do we ask if would Mike do you want to sing do you want to hear Mike sing that uh yeah go on then uh, uh, oh. Oh, I, know, I know a lot of this song you're so. not allowed to look up the lyrics Mike oh. <laughs> actually no do it's I get okay. to pick a style as well did you say yeah I can reject it no you don't you can't reject it you oh, need to say yes I'm thank a, you I'm a free person I can do what I want <laughs> Uh, you should do it in the style of an elderly folk singer. Oh, that's good. And uh, Emily, do you want to? How's your piano boxing? Could you piano him in? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, you've definitely got that kind of geriatric face on right now. So what? Wait, wait. What am I doing? You're doing an, an elderly folk singer singing Eminem the way I am. Okay. Do you know what? Forget any genres. Just do it in the style of Pat Lash. <laughs> <laughs> This shouldn't even be hard. You're like, come on, you're genetically already like her. You're just not old enough yet. Yeah, so true. Uh, I am whatever I say I am. And if I wasn't, I was going to say I am. And she's like, what? What are we doing today? Oh, uh, uh, this back of Tic Tacs and this M&M is the thing. And it comes to the place. And I don't want to know. I mean, it's sexy. Sex. It's just not sexy. I like sexy music. Oh, that was... I didn't enjoy that at all. And oh, I liked it. I, yeah, I, liked, I liked it. I liked okay. it much. I like it much more when you're awkward and you don't know what you're doing, and when you have a good idea. <laughs> yeah, they have me on a two-way. Oh, that's been annoyingly good. <laughs> Does anyone else need a drink here? Uh, I have some squash because I'm fun. Um, I could top up my out-of-date wine. Out-of-date wine. So you're from Hemel. <laughs> Actually, I think I was going to give you a hint of why I chose the next song, but that would just be actually telling you why I chose it. So I'm just going to play you. Zero seconds. No, not zero seconds. All right, I've got six, six seconds. All right, six seconds. Emily, you ready? Mm-hmm. As ready as you were for the first song or less ready? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely as ready as I was for the first song. That's good. That'd be. Uh, you haven't so... broken me yet. Here we go. Six seconds. <laughs> Do you recognise it? I do. I'm very bad with song titles. Probably on the wrong podcast then. (laughs) Let's just play the game where we get you to the song title, okay? Imagine you have a piece of paper and it gives you a paper cut. What did you cut your finger on? Uh, The Edge. Yes, this is so the edge by David McCallum, which was sampled by Dr. Dre for what actually what was what was it for? (laughs) Well, Kerry. The next next, re- the next episode, right? 
Correct, but on the notes, you wrote that it's a sample from Steel DRE. Incorrect. Failure. Hey, man, it's all from the same album. Had the album. Everyone had the album. Listened to the singles. Didn't listen to much else. Was that The Chronic? 2001. Famously came out in 1999. Mm. I don't know why it's called 2001. Maybe we should tweet Dr. Dre about it. I could probably Google it now and find out why. It's the answer. I'm bad at maths. Maybe he was just really pessimistic of when he could release that album. Yeah. Mm. Took him years, apparently. Mike, don't Google it. Too late. After his former colleagues at Suge Knight's Death Row Records stole its original name, 2000. What? Oh, that was boring. Let's go to Pat Nash, because is this the kind of thing which you can feel would move in the direction to define you as a person? And it seems like it's by David McCallum, and you've got a muck in your surname. Maybe you feel kind of affinity with Mr. Yeah, McCallum. Yeah, maybe. Though that would mean I'd feel affinity with, like, a very, very large percentage of... Scotland. Celtic peoples around the world. Mm. Um, and maybe I do, who knows. And a, and a giant burger-eating clown. And a giant burger-eating clown who is fucking terrifying. Anyway, what was the question? Uh, it was, did the song define me as a person or is it nearer to defining me as a person than the oh, yeah. other songs are? I would say maybe it is, but to be honest, I don't, I can't remember how it goes beyond that bit that was sampled for mm. uh, Still Dre. I'm not going to lie, it, and it's not Still Dre, that's why Kerry got it wrong, it's the next episode, but I'm not going to lie, it doesn't go anywhere else. Talking about just repeats itself a little bit. That's quite <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, it goes. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. It, it's 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 a good hook. But yeah, I, that's probably why I don't remember much because that is kind of all it is. Joe, what do you reckon? Uh, Pat Lash would make of it. I reckon she's either going to like it or she's going to talk about something completely unrelated. Groovy. Yes, I, I I did like that one. Six out of ten. <laughs> six. I mean, six out of ten is a very like average mark for something you something you liked. Yeah, I love that. Compliments to the chef. Six out of ten. Best show I've ever seen. Three stars. <laughs> yeah. Like... Definitively, Emily does the Edge hyphen digital remaster slash two thousand and five by David McCallum define you as a human person? I don't think it does. Why not? I like it, but I don't love it. Ah, that's good. So that suggests you love yourself, which is an excellent trait to have. Are we ready for the next song? Okay. Mike Lash is up next. I chose this song. Where, where do you think I'm going to go? Bear in mind, my song was quite a classy act there. Has Mike continued this classy theme or has he, you know, lashed it up? What is the dictionary definition of lashed it up? You know Mike Lash. There's one episode that I listened to where he played some kind of like mental thing that sounded like a computer having a breakdown. I quite liked it though. So there you go. Could be lashing it up. Could be lashing it up. Okay. Um, I reckon, I'm not sure if you're going to do this, but the classic thing to do on a playlist or, or a cassette tape, if you're as old as I am, um, if you put in one song after the other, is if you've got a song that's been sampled famously, mm. you'd go for something else that's been sampled famously. So I would go for the Harlem Shuffle because that's on the beginning of Jump Around by House of Pain. Yes, it is. That's a great reason. You would go with, so Harlem Shuffle? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. The intro is what was used. But basically, with that, so there's a couple of songs where you'll get different reactions from the intro. Uh, one of them is that one where people are just like, you get the horns at the beginning and people are like, oh, am I going to be jumping around like it's 1992 and I'm pissed on cider? Um, or is it going to be like, hey, yeah, this is a cool soul song? Or the other one is um, Paper Planes by MIA, which you're either going to get half the pub going, yeah, I remember this song. This song's awesome. It's the one with the gun noises in. And then you also get a load of middle-aged men going, oh, fuck's sake, it's not The Clash. I got another one as well. Ice Ice Baby or Under Pressure. 
Oh yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The difference with that though is that I think that with this kind of distance, that um, if you, if you put on under pressure and somebody started going with the whole stop, collaborate, and listen, I think most people would be like, yeah, fair enough. We're going on to song three. What do you reckon, mate? I reckon two seconds might be I've enough. Written, to... I've written one second. One second. Here we go. Oh. Uh, that sounds a bit 80s. Mm. Is there a bit of Depeche Mode going on, maybe? Mm, give me give her another second. No, it's, it is 80s, I think, or it's one of those bands that sounds 80s that isn't. When I hear it like that, then I think, oh, I can kind of see yeah. what, like it's like just can't get enough or something like this, but no, it's mm. not. Why don't you start again and give the one, the first and the second second together rather than continuing? Oh, it's a bit of a different vibe here. All right, okay. Oh, it's um, Axel F by Harold Faltermeyer. Yes. Or you or it's crazy frog. We've not gone down 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 that route. Not yet. Anyway, let's see what we follow up this song with. That would have been a great one, Kerry. You should have chosen that. No, or did he? From the album Howard F. Because this is in the theme from was it Beverly Hop Beverly Hills Beverly Hop Cops. Beverly Hop Cops. Beverly Hop Kills Hops. Do you remember this? Yeah, this is um Certainly people got like their first Casio keyboard. That would be the, the ones that the people that had already learned to play it properly, i.e. the ones that had got past demo, so not me. That would be like a cool thing to play a few notes of. And also the video for this song is really, really genuinely funny because Harold Faltermeyer, he's basically via the, the magic of kind of 80s computer trickery, appears to be inserted into scenes in Beverly Hills Cop. He's wearing like a long raincoat and shade. He looks like he's a henchman in an action movie, except he's trying to be sort of cool and aloof. It's kind of deadpan and, and weird. And also, it's one of those cases of, again, the school playgrounds. Kids get really, really into a song, but in this case, it's got no words, so you have to just make noises. Yeah, but it's kind of one of those things in the school playground where you could kind of run around because you think you're part of like an action film. Or you can just do it when you're doing something boring to make it more exciting. That's good. How do you find it, Mike? Uh, yes, this is good. Well, thanks, Pat Nash. You, you can kind of see how you're like morphing into your, your mum. And talking of her, I liked it. Pleasant. Seven. Oh, there Seven. we go. There's no lyrics in this, Emily. It doesn't have any lyrics, but it is a banging tune. So, despite me saying I'm drawn to stuff with lyrics, it's not always the case. Emily Machoit, Axel F by Harold Fortemeyer. Does this define you as a human person? I watch a lot of horror movies and that may have scarred me for life. Oh God, I don't know, because I do really, really like this track. It's not about liking the track, it's, on that. it's about being defined by Axel F. And that F could mean anything. That F could mean, I mean, it means Foley, but it could be Foxy or Fuck Off. It could be Flan or Flange. Flange, it could be Flan or Flange. Or Flannel. Yeah. Flan. It could be flannel. Famous. Or Fake. Fuzzy. Phony. Flammable. Fizzy. Axel Fancy. Fabregas. Fabergé egg. French fondant. French. French. <laughs> Welcome to the words beginning with F cast. Yeah. Today's letters F. Uh, on its account, but whatever. <laughs> getting a Sesame Street uh, characters correct. I know, bad, right? Getting Dr. Dre wrong, getting Sesame Street wrong. Emily, imagine when you choose your song today, I'm not sure if you said this, you're not allowed to listen to any music ever again apart from this song. Oh, this just makes it even more difficult. How many more songs have we got to go? Is it four or five? You got five. You got five songs. Five so. more. Mm, so it's a risk now because I I do love Axel F, but I think 
it's not the song that defines me. I think it defines the kind of person that I would like to be. I'm less kind of cool and synthesizery than uh, that song. So I'm going to have to say no. This is the point where the other tracks are all by Mr. Blobby and I'm going to be like, oh. <laughs> That's the jeopardy of the podcast. Yeah, it is. Let's go wait, on. Wait, wait, Emily, Emily, I've just got to, got to recite something to you. I gave it all and managed to get shot down yet again. So I got drunk, had sex with all your friends. You told me to never call your house again. That's beautiful. Yeah. Is that Wordsworth? Uh, yes. Right, we're going on to the fourth song. And at this point, Emily, we are at... Okay, yeah. Are you aware of what Lash Cash Cash is? Yes. There's three quotes. One of them is from Pat Cash, the Australian tennis player. Correct. One of them is Gash, as in you made it up. And the other one is from Pat Lash. How Any feelings on Pat Cash? Uh, I don't know. Really don't give much of a toss about tennis. It, all of his quotes are just, I'm really great at tennis, me. He says that an awful lot, yeah. So, Emily, I'm going to give you a choice. What do you want to do? Do you want a little bit of the song first? Or do you want to hear the quotes first and then see see what you think that the song might be? Is the song related to the quotes? In Say it in German, Jein being yes and no. So Pat Lash has reacted to it. The other things are found and possibly fit to the thing. It doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> just a, right, just so, say, yeah. So Pat Lash's bit is, is going to be her reaction to this song. Correct. Yes. Okay, and the others are not. Unfortunately, Pat Cash isn't always available when I tweet him. And then he just comes back and goes, I just know about tennis. Uh, remember, Emily, you have to answer quickly. Lash, cash, cash, in that speed, like obviously in the order that you believe it to be. No thinking. Let's do a bit of the song. No, I don't want you to give a song because I, I like playing the guessing game of the song. And I think oh, all right, let's you, do, do, you let's do the quotes. Okay, let's all right, here we go. Well, someone take his money away and say, okay, there you go. I mean, he's too rich, too early. It's quite as simple as that. It's not. It, it's not as simple as that. Here comes your next quote. Ten out of ten. It makes you want to groove. And I can groove. <laughs> <laughs> and my body, even though I don't do exercises, still wiggles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, are you ready for the third quote? Boring. Mm-hmm. It's boring. Very boring. It's not my style of music. Uh, put another <laughs> song on. Put Lip Biscuit on. <laughs> uh, oh, God. So, so we need to hear three ashes in quick succession to know what you think. Cash, cash, lash. All right. So here comes the original cash quote. Well, somebody take his money away and say, okay. There you go. I mean, he's too rich too early. It's quite as simple as that. It's not, it's not as simple as that. <laughs> Thing is, even though that was, you were right, and it was, we all would have guessed Pat Cash, Pat Lash could say something like, because she would talk about something and then change her mind mid-sentence. So, mm. good choice. Well done, Kerry. Thank you very much. You said the next one was Gash. So, okay. this is the Gash quote. Boring. It's boring. Very boring. It's not my style of music. Put a other song on. Put Limp Biscuit on. Is that your son? And that's Henry Mitchell. We got Pat Lash, and I thought I'm gonna get Henry Mitchell involved. So that is my my son Henry, who was uh, Pat Gash this time. Did you explain that to him? He is forcibly listened when I'm um, having to do the test listens in the car. I was like, "Do you want to do it?" He was like, "Yeah, I'll do it." So, and here you are. And then here's the original Pat Lash. 
10 out of 10. It makes you want to groove. And I, I can groove. And my body, groove. even though I don't do exercises, still wiggles. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. It's one of my favourites. Did she do a little dance to accompany that? Oh, always. It's always a little dance, Emily. Nice. So first of all, congratulations. One out of three is not uh, not terrible, even though it was an easy one to guess. You've got the input input now from Pat Nash. What is getting her wiggling? Kerry, give her give her like a quick snippet. The first uh, half a second. Tuck, tuck, tuck. It's um Rufus. Ain't nobody. What? Oh no. That was the band that Chaka Khan was in. It may have been re-recorded, um... or is it the other the other what was that other big hit that she had in the eighties? Damn it. You ready? Let's just go. Fifteen seconds of it. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. It's I feel for you. Yeah, okay. Boom. Very good. And I just I momentarily got it's like, oh it's Chaka Khan. It's only because um I've got there's this one one of my other I've got various dumb theories about music, but one of them is that um Ain't Nobody is one of those few songs that everybody likes. And it's also a good yeah. pub quiz question because people like who recorded that and everyone goes, well, it's obviously Chaka Khan and you actually know it's Rufus because that's the band. That that's why I can never in. find that song. Didn't LL Cool J do cover that as well? Yeah, I think he might have done. But Mike, I didn't realise your mum was such a like 80s B-girl. She just likes upbeat music. She's groovy. She wiggles her body. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame that you don't get celebrity exercise videos anymore because Wiggle size with Pat Lash would oh, be... Oh, uh... mate, you could have done so well with it. Would you ever have Pat Lush on as a guest, or would that be too that be too far? Not a good idea. But you know, we might get on as a, like a special like live episode one day, just to pop in and say hi. Maybe on my stag do that could be like one of the activities, just record an episode. With Pat <laughs> what the other activities is just your mum turning up. Stag do, lads, lads, lads. Come on, lads, let's get going. Oh, Pat Lash is here. Finally, I can start going. <laughs> yeah. And then she goes, "Am I the stripper?" And everyone gets confused. She'd be like, six out of ten. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Do does it? I feel uh, for you. I feel for you. Oh yeah, sorry. I feel for you. Does that does that define you as a human McQuaid? As a human McQuaid. Do you know what? I'm going to go yes because I really like this track. Oh. <laughs> there's a there's a lot in it. The kind of empowering thing about Chaka Khan being awesome. Emily, let's get this straight. You, Emily McQuaid, define yourself as I feel for you by Chaka Khan. Yeah. You feel for you. Feelings and you. I'm just saying all the words <laughs> in the title to make sure you understand them. Mike, Mike, can you just try and go through all the different variations you could get of those four words? Well, obviously, there's the classic, I feel for you. Yeah. There's the backwards, you for feel I. <laughs> then there's feel you I for. And then there's you feel for I. And then there's I you for feel. <laughs> you fulfill high. Like I, 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 Charles, I think you should take this up to Edinburgh. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you could easily get a get a solid fifty minutes out of that. Put a sad oh, thing in at the end, and that's it. <laughs> oh, my dad died. Done. Yeah. I'm sad. Done. So, Emily, can you answer Mike's question? Which was? Do you feel for you? Yeah. Yes, I do. Some would say do a little you, too much. Do, are you willing to only listen to one song for the rest of your life? You can listen to the snippets of the next four because otherwise you haven't got a podcast. I think I'm okay with that. It'd be quite fun if it was all you got to listen to because it's, you know. It changes up quite a lot as well. So yeah. Yeah. We, we can listen to it. Baby, 
got my playlist of, of awesome stuff that I've listened to to basically stop me running away on the way to work. So I'm going to have to add that in. And you're going to need to delete all the other songs which are on that playlist. And just have that, just yeah. Have that, just have that song from now on. Yeah. Uh, and for all the people who want to listen to that song again, they can check out the, our website, www.playlistshare.com, where there'll be a picture of Emily and the episode there, along with the mini playlist of all the songs we feature on today's episode. So you can check it out there as well, Emily. Just skip all the first three songs and don't listen to the last four. Okay. Song five. Now, Emily, this is all just to see what you could have won. Mm. Uh, but you seem pretty smug, pretty happy with your choice. <laughs> but you don't know what kind of hot shit we've got coming up over the next four songs so let's just get into it i've chosen i've chosen the next one what do, you, what do you think it's gonna be i'll tell you i'll tell you so i went uh I, i'll tell you the word that links the two songs harmonica what Ooh. harmonica okay you got some stevie wonder going on fucking hell nice nice <laughs> 13 seconds No, I didn't just wake up a baby. That is the beginning of the song. Do you know what that is, Emily McQuaid? I do not know what that is. Give her two more seconds. Oh, it's, isn't she lovely? Yes, that it is. Stevie she is, she is okay. lovely. Thanks for asking. It's a song about his baby daughter, hence why there's a baby gurgling at the beginning of the song. Emily, I would like to put something out to you here. Any of the songs which come up, from now on, including Shaka Khan, you can put forward as the first dance for Mike's wedding. <laughs> Do you think Isn't She Lovely would be better than I Feel For You as a wedding dance? I don't know. But do you think either of them would be better than Axel F? <laughs> or The Way I Am? Oh, God. The, these are the way I am, I am whatever I say I am. That's the sort of shit you have to fall in love with someone for. Yeah? I think if you're going to do that, you both need to rap over the top of it. Yeah, screaming each other, like Marilyn Manson and Eminem did. Marilyn Manson and Eminem? Yeah, they did it. Did they? Yeah. Sorry, I read in 2001. Ah, Before you were there. Yeah, I wasn't there. I was in 02. It was my first reading. Yeah, but anyway, um, uh, Stevie Wonder. How do you feel about Stevie Wonder? I love Stevie Wonder. Um, I do know a lot of his records. Genuinely, I know. I'm just like, I don't know what this is. I've realised that I'm, I'm bad with the names of songs. I'm also bad with intros. So if I know exactly what the song is and I hear it from the middle, I'm definitely going to be able to identify what it, what it is. But but I would prefer kind of like superstition or um, Master Blaster Phase that... 70s stuff. Yeah, you can't really go uh, too far wrong with that. He is an absolute legend. Isn't she lovely? It's a little bit saccharine, but it's not as saccharine yeah. as I just called to say I love you. True. Yeah. True. Weirdly, that was another playground favourite when I was a kid. Though it was usually sung sarcastically. Or How old are you? I just called to say I love you was mid 80s. Was it? Yeah. Oh. It sounds older, but it's it's it, when you get to the the middle of that song and it's got like horrible echoey synthesizer as opposed to like mm. cool echoey synthesizer, a la Axel F. But um, I am forty three. No, I, I I was I thought it was like a seventies song, so I was I thought you were talking about the seventies. I'm like, you can't be that old. No. Right. So Emily McQuaid, if you could, but you can't. But if you could go back in time and replace Shaka Khan with Stevie Wonder, would you? Uh, no. Not this, if it was a different Stevie Wonder song, I might be a bit more going, ah, damn it, but mm. nah. What do you reckon Pat Lash is making of it? I reckon she probably quite likes it. Like, what do you reckon? Well, I know what she thinks. No, you I don't. You never remember what she says. 
yeah but i know what music she likes so. Oh, right. <laughs> so you know that she hated this let's have a look 10 out of 10 salt ish not salt <laughs> fantastic such a shame he's blind you think he's not blind <laughs> <laughs> do you think he's not blind <laughs> I was going to say, the next time you see Pat Lush, you should introduce her to the conspiracy theory that he isn't. I did after she said that, actually. Oh, no. And what did she yeah. say? No, he is, isn't he? Isn't he? Is he? Yeah, he is. What's the conspiracy? What's the, I mean, I've heard it as well, but I don't know the reasoning behind why. I don't you... know what the reasoning behind it is either, but people have watched a lot of footage of his concerts and so on, and just things like, but how does he know where the, there's a bit where he, he, he leans the microphone into where he's performing. How does he know to do that? And I was like, well, because... He's been a musician since he was a child and he knows where stuff is and it's all been set up for him and it's his gig. So what the yeah. hell? Yeah, and he's got loads of money to pay people to make sure it's exactly how it is the same way yeah. every night. But no, there are, was it someone, I think it was like The Rock was in a, got in an elevator and Stevie Wonder was there. Might not have been The Rock, might be like Hugh Jackman, someone action movie-esque. And they, he just said, ah, Hugh Jackman, how are you? So that's <laughs> where one of the rumours, someone saw him watching a film in a cinema <laughs> oh, I shouldn't laugh at this, but it is really funny. But how did he recognise? Was it Hugh Jackman? I don't know. He probably just recognises perfect his aftershave. Or well, does he have a very distinctive smell? Or did one of yeah. Stevie Wonder's entourage see Hugh Jackman and go, "Do you know what would be really funny?" Right. And he gets <laughs> yeah, in the maybe. elevator. You get in the elevator and go, "Oh, Hugh Jackman," and he goes, "What? No, but you're Stevie yeah. Wonder, and you can't see." And Stevie Wonder's like, Haha, "I'm Stevie Wonder." Fuck. I was just thinking maybe they've just put Stevie Wonder in a lift all day, and they're like, "Hugh Jackman's <laughs> in the hotel." So every time, every time it opens, just go, "Oh, hey, so Hugh Jackman, how's it going?" <laughs> Podcast title name: I'm Stevie Wonder. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, then let's go on to song six. And I've got a note here. It just says Watford's Finest. Is it Elton John? Yes, it has. Actually, it's even quite easy for you because you're from Hertfordshire anyway. So Yeah, there's only three people it could be. Elton John, George Michael or oh. Jerry Halliwell. All right, then. Uh, well, let's just have a little bit of Elton then. She packed my bags last night, pre-flight. Zero hour, 9 a.m. How's everyone feeling? That's oh, a good song, though. The only problem is I'm waiting for the... Um, that's a proper screaming along next to your record player and or MP3 player and or... Everything I say makes me sound 400 years old. Next to your <laughs> wax MP3 player. Next to your wax cylinder. Got your discman there. Got my mini disc. It's a very um, melancholic sort of sing through the pain kind of song, isn't it? Is this one of the songs they actually use for doing a whispery version for their M&S advert? There was an Elton John themed one, but I didn't it just have a an okay Elton John song? Whatever, that doesn't matter. Because I think I just chose it as someone, pro actually probably through my parents, because Stevie Wonder and Elton John would have been the standard songs played at any parent party when I was a kid. Mike Lash, big Watford fan, so that also ties in nicely to put a bit yeah. of Elton in. Seen Elton live at the Watford Stadium. I mean, how do you feel about uh, Elton from a Hatfield perspective? Elton's good. Some of his stuff is incredibly bland, but... Yeah, he has got a lot, though. He's got a lot yeah. of, like, especially the, yeah. a lot of the ballads are, like, proper syrupy, but this is, though, uh, Rocket Man is a is a wonderful song uh, still don't like it as much as the Chaka Khan though but is there anyone who would be the equivalent the Hatful equivalent of Elton John uh, I'm trying to think of who's famous from Hatfield there was the guy that was in like the 70s sex comedies like Confessions of a Window Cleaner etc uh, he's from Hatfield and also uh, Donovan 
Jonathan, not with the yeah. me- mellow yellow. Yes. What? He was from Hatfield. Yeah. I thought he was American. No. Jason Donovan. Not Jason Donovan. No. Oh, I didn't know that. I wonder if that's about the Galleria. He he smoked some particularly good uh, Moroccan black one day. And had a vision of a well, a lovely big shopping centre. You know, it'd be great if you could just drive your car underneath it. God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of an outlet centre. What the hell's an outlet centre, mate? You're off your tits. If we just get like the same products, but one sleeve slightly longer than the other one, we can still sell it at a slightly <laughs> discounted rate. Have we done pack lash already? I'm not sure. Don't think we I have think for we this did. one. No, not an outlet. Let's just round everything off with a little bit of pack lash. 100%. 10 out of 10 or whatever you want. Yeah, I I like that song and I like his music. I like like it. She's happy. I don't think we've ever made your mum as happy as this episode, Mike, to be honest. She's happy, but she also sounds slightly surprised. In the last episode, there was Deftones, Hell is a Hero, Stoopy, 100 Reasons, and you'll notice, like, there's nothing for her on that album. Mm. And this one's... Lots of funky, solely funky mum bangers. Funky, funky. Please, please, please don't call them that, Emily. Please don't. <laughs> okay, then let's go on. Wait, to... hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, sorry, what? It wasn't supposed to be like this. Another dose of unhappiness. I gave it all and managed to get shot down yet again. So I got drunk, had sex with all your friends. You told me to never call your house again, Emily. Save the day, <laughs> Emily. When you threw me away, is that an emo thing? It was Bowling for Soups, Emily from uh, right, 2004, okay. three, two or three. I think I may have had someone sing that at me before. I think I've sung it in my head at you every time I've met you. <laughs> <laughs> Why Bowling for Soup called Bowling for Soup? Uh, you know, Steve Martin, the comedian, had a routine about a game show called Bowling for Shit. However, they didn't want to be called Bowling for Shit, so they just changed it to soup. That's a shit reason. You feel satisfied with, you know, the knowledge which you've gained there? Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like I've grown not, not only knowledge-wise, but also as a person. Have we completed everything on that song? Because I feel like we got we, we went off track a little bit. Uh, well, yeah, I think we, did, we, we finished out on John. I did Emily. Emily tolerated it. Well, yeah, I tolerated it, yeah. Mike, you got the next song. What was your reason for it? My reason for the next song was high singing. Is that falsetto? Yes. Yes. Well done, Mike. Emily, any ideas of what that might be? There's a lot of really, really cracking falsetto. So Mm. it depends on what kind of falsetto you're going for. I mean, you could go for Yes by McCammon and Butler, which is a banging track, or Small Town Boy by Bronski Beat. Mm. Okay, think older. Keeping on with the mum bangers. Um... Yeah, think about a mum banger. <laughs> okay, let me say, I I took my mum to see a West End musical based on the artist or artists. Oh, this, uh... Uh, the Four Seasons. Oh, um, straight. Frankie yeah. Valley. Frankie Valley yeah. and the Four Seasons. My friend's mum was genuinely obsessed with Jersey Boy and went to see it about ninety times. Really, I mean, it's actually quite good. But it is. It's brilliant. Good. Yeah. What Frankie Valley would he have gone for though? Because he did do some slightly more obscure stuff in the 70s that almost had a kind of northern soul feel to it. So I don't know if you've gone for that or if you've gone for like I've gone for basic bitch early, I think it's early. Is it Big seasons. Girls Don't Cry? No. Is it Sherry Baby? No. But we are talking about babies though, and this song does have baby in the title. You're not saying hello to that baby. Bye bye baby. If you hate me after 
it off any longer. I got to be honest, Emily, I'm a bit disappointed you didn't choose this for Mike to sing. <laughs> I didn't know that was, um, I didn't know it was, it was coming. Uh, wow, well, that's just goes to show that we do not prep our guests in advance, ladies and gentlemen. If you had your time again, would you reconsider? Uh, no, not as keen on that particular song, but um, I, I love how, how bloody weird Frankie Valley's voice still sounds. Do you think he um, that was his natural singing voice? Uh, I don't know. Why don't you know, Emily? I'm not an expert on Frankie Valley. Can you get in contact with your mum's friend who's seen Jersey Boys 90 times and ask <laughs> yeah, her? she'd probably know. Um, the thing is, I could. I think she follows me on Twitter. Send her a tweet out. So she goes yeah, and get her to listen to this as well. Yeah. Okay. And then tell us to email us. <laughs> tell us to email us in at hello at playlistyear.com. Or she can just, uh, she can just tweet us at playlistyear or Instagram us at the same I don't think she does Instagram, but um, oh, yeah, she it's, it's... she will when she sees a picture of if she knows there's a screenshot of us in a Zoom meeting, she'll probably join up straight away. Oh, fair enough. What does Pat Lash think of uh, the four season? What do you reckon, Emily? I think she's either going to love it or she's going to be like, oh, he's, he sounds like a he sounds like a lady, or he sounds like he's wearing really tight trousers or something. Ten out of ten. These are these. Are, this is my music. This is what I grew up with. with these songs. No negativity there. I think she's. You know, the skepticism of the kind of surprisedness. It's almost like she's going to be surprised if it's actually doesn't like now. I think. And then mm. a next episode, industrial techno all the way. Minimal techno, just to really annoy her. Mm. How do we get onto techno? Things to play. Uh, Pat Lash off the she, now that she's in a happy mum banger state of euphoria. <laughs> Here we go, Emily, we're on to the final track of the day. Let's just go into it straight away. That's Wouldn't It Be Nice by the Beach Boys. And that feels like a very nice ending to the show. How do you feel about uh, Beach Boys? Yeah, I love the Beach Boys. They are good, aren't they? What do you reckon, uh, Pat Lash? Finishing off Pat Lash for the day. God, that's a weird one. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Finishing off Pat Lash after the with all yeah. the mum bangers. <laughs> um, is this a final mum banger for Pat Lash to enjoy and be pleasantly surprised by what we've delivered to her today? Yeah, I think so. What words do you think she's going to use to describe this? Uh, lovely, nice, great, sunny. Let's have a look. Well, they're nice old men now. They weren't my favourite, but I did like them. I will give them six out of ten. Oh, okay. It's a low Ooh. score. It's a low score for what is a Yeah, but it's a high bar, wasn't it? So Yeah, there we are. There we are with all the choices there. Emily, you still feeling happy with your definition? I feel like you're super confident and psyched with the fact that you feel for you. Yes. Emily. Emily, yes, Mike. you're always such a pretty girl, nobody like you in the world, a little piece of heavenly that no one else can stand. I see you in my dreams at night, I see you when you're closing my eyes, I just can't seem to shake you, Emily. Thank you. What, what was great about that was that at the after, when Mike finished speaking, he, it, where, the room he was in suddenly went dark. <laughs> so it made it into more of a dramatic reading. Uh, Emily, how do you feel about the, the poems which Mike has been spitting at you? Well, I, I, I feel honoured. It's, it's nice to, um, to be serenaded by bowling for soup. <laughs> Do you want to do some wrap-up questions, Mike? Yeah, so thanks, Emily. You've been a fantastic guest. Uh, you have defined yourself by I Feel For You by Shagong. Uh, <laughs> but there are eight songs on this playlist, and 
you can choose your favourite song. What what song? We have a playlist called Guest Best Playlist. Guest Best What is your favourite song on here, which goes on to the Guest Best Playlist? Uh, it's a close run thing, but I think the Chaka Khan needs to go on there. Yeah, Mike, what are, you going, what, what are you going to go for for yours? You decide yours whilst I think. Bear in mind, funky mum bangers. I'm going to have to go with I Feel For You as well. Ah, I... Oh, wouldn't it be nice? It's really... No, I'm going to go Rocket Man. Watford. This is just a classic. You've got to big up my Watford massive. Then, Mike, continuing you, what's your least favourite song on the um, episode? I, I think I answered that. It's The Edge. Oh, all right. Every bear in mind the seconds of the songs that you've heard. What one is your least favourite? I think I liked pretty much all of them. I guess I'm going to go The Edge as well, just because it's it has got a good hook, but it doesn't really kind of do that much with it. Caragornis? Uh, I'm going to go with The Way I Am. Really? Yeah. I have this down as a Mike and Kerry band. Yeah, maybe. Not, not that song, though. Hmm. Is there any is there any other questions we got to ask, Mike? Or are we done? Uh, I don't know. Emily, you got anything you want to plug? You, you got a podcast or two, haven't you? Well, the, the main one that I'm involved with is Devil Times Five, where we talk about horror movies and then usually go off on one and talk about all sorts of random shit as well. Um, we're on all good podcatchers, and I hate the word podcatchers, but it's the best way to describe. Never heard that term stuff. in my You've life. You've not heard that? You don't listen to as many um, American podcasts as I do. And this month, which we'll be recording next week, we are talking about Australian horror and a lot that's kind of really, really mad and interesting. I think it's pro- probably the best way to describe it is um, everybody knows the best movie podcasts are the ones where they mention the film a bit and then go off on one and talk about Last of the Summer Wine or some shit. Uh, so we're a bit like that, but with disgusting knob jokes. You only joke about disgusting knobs and not not your average knob. <laughs> oh, no, there's average knobs as well. Oh, great. We're all genuinely really passionate about the genre, and there's a lot of really like, interesting and cool stuff, but do also have a tendency to go off on one emily we've got all your your socials and stuff up as well on the website so if you want to check out emily check out under our guest section but emily thanks a lot though for joining in with us today yeah thanks for having uh, me it's been really fun just before you go emily i'm sure i'm glad you didn't want me anymore emily you saved the day emily <laughs> when you threw me away you're always such a pretty girl nobody like you in the world a little piece of heavenly that no one else can stand i see you in my dreams and i see you when i close my eyes i just can't seem to shake you emily He's doing the light thing again. (laughs) (laughs) Is that it? That was a bit of a shit episode. Hello, welcome (laughs) back. Uh, This is the outro. Uh, well, that was great. Uh, thanks, Emily. You were uh, a fantastic guest. And thanks, Kerry. You're a fantastic co-host. Thanks, Mike. You're amazing, too. Despite your slightly lower than average audio quality, nevertheless, did your silky tones come through in a way that not only pleased me, pleased my wife and pleased my children. Good. Good that I'm pleasing your whole family. Yep. Uh, I just I just want to say that I absolutely hated the impression of my mum I did. I don't, A, don't think I did it justice, and B, I think it was just a bit mean and stupid but i'm sure you listeners will lap it up and can i say i liked it it was maybe a bit mean but i did enjoy how awkward you felt about it i had to portray awkwardness otherwise people would think i'm a dick (laughs) i mean i (laughs) but i was awkward and i am a dick so but yeah if you're if you're on more on emily if you liked her comedy stylings uh you can check out her podcast devil times five uh which is uh, about horror films and yeah just like look, we've got links in in the bio and yeah links in the bio links in the website under the guest section where you can find out all the different handles for emily's social media stuff. that website is called www.playlistyear.com 
yeah also thanks to ryan hunt who does our fantastic artwork and is the voice of pat gash thanks to patricia nina lash mother dearest darling oh yeah actually uh, whilst we're doing family members thanks to henry mitchell for being pat gash yeah double Love pat him. gash ryan and and henry yeah thanks to ed horsford who said he loved the podcast when i saw him on friday he's said good things about it before but every time he says something nice i'm gonna shout him out also big shout out to the over under rated podcast who had me on as a guest got me sounding a bit like harry kane whilst i tried my best to slag off the manic street preachers and on the other side tried my best to say how bloody good i think mccluskey are so you should check them out wherever you get your podcasts are the over underrated podcasts did you yeah. uh, did you get a um, a little promo of theirs you can put in here? I suppose it doesn't mm. work. Well, well, maybe, maybe we'll do that when we get one of them. Maybe we'll, we'll do that when you, when we get them on there. Yeah. You hear that, Fran and Babs? Yeah. You hear that, Fran and Babs? You hear that, Fran and Babs? <laughs> you fucking hear that? <laughs> <laughs> what else we got to do? Yeah, if you if you do want to get in contact with us, we got our Twitter at Play This Year. We got our Instagram at Play This Year. We're on TikTok. We. Are we? <laughs> don't, we don't quite understand it but we're on there also hello at playlistshare.com or just you know write a letter uh what, what let's just have a little sneak peek to next month's or next episode i don't know when it's going to come out uh just looking at the tracks on there good 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 not bad good solid episode actually and if you're interested in songs which you do feature on the episodes you can subscribe to the play this year music playlist on spotify or you can listen to the tracks on the website in the little mini spotify playlist there okay mike then you want to say anything more you want to apologize to your mom again i'm sorry mom I think I think I should edit this out. No, no, leave it all in. in. It's raw. It's real. It's raw. People want to listen to us ramble on for like 20 minutes with low level content.